0: Oh, I know maybe that's <laughs> like a little
1: Praise the Lord, it's time to get started, it's time to get started. Anybody still thankful? Anybody still thankful? Come on, stand to your feet. Soul simply says, Thank you, thank you, Lord. Come on, tell him thank you this morning.
0: Tell him thank you. Thank you. Lord. And I, I just want to thank, thank you.
1: Thank you, Lord. Say it again. Tell him thank you. Because I just, I just want to thank you. No. Why? Because he saved my soul. saved my soul. Uh-huh. And he made
0: me hold you. Say it
1: again Save my soul
2: going to break the bread. Father, we can't thank you enough, for you know what we need before we even speak, Master. And we thank you for that. We thank you for your son who died on Calvary for us, Father. Father, I ask that you bless this city, bless this United States, O oh Master. Touch the leaders that they may come to know you in the pardons of their sins, Father. Wow. And we thank you this this, this afternoon, Master. We can't thank you enough. We're not asking for anything. We're just giving you thanks because you're God all by yourself. And we thank you. In your son's Jesus' name we pray. And knowing that our prayers are answered,
0: amen.
1: Thanksgiving may be over, but you can still say thank you. Come on, one more time. in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you
0: oh thank you
1: Give him glory in here.
3: Good morning. You know, it make me feel good to stand up here and to be part of the elite crowd. Because God woke me up this morning. We take that for granted. And you know, He enabled me to dress myself and be in the house of the worship. And worship a true and true and living God. We should be on fire right now. Somebody didn't wake up this morning. Somebody don't know they're in the right mind. But just be thankful that he brought us this far. And as the deacons come forward, pray for us as we try to lead in devotion. You know, if anything in your minds and hearts that shouldn't be. We ask God to move it right now so we can worship and true in his spirit. Our, uh, the ones who participate in devotion this morning, we have Brother Bill Bridgman, Brother Sam Thorne, Brother Jerome Shelton, Brother Ben Davis, and Brother Drussel Duvall. Brother Bill.
4: Pat, you dropped your glasses somewhere. You see them? Pat, you dropped your glasses. You got them? I take care of my brother. Good morning, Kay. This morning, our scripture lesson is coming from the book of 2 Kings. It's going to be the 19th chapter, I'm sorry, it's going to be the 2nd chapter, 19 through the 22nd verses, and it reads, And the men of the city said unto Elijah, Behold, I pray thee. The situation in this city is pleasant, as the Lord seeth. But the water is naught, and the ground barren. And he said, Bring me a new curse, and put the salt therein. And they brought it to him. And he went forth unto the springs of the waters, and cast the salt in there, and said, Thus saith the Lord. I have healed these waters. There shall not be from henceforth any more death or barren land. And the waters were healed unto this day, according to the saying of Elijah, which he spake. May the Lord make us do everything we should do, when we should, how he wants it done. In Jesus' name, amen.
5: Good morning, church. Season greeting to everybody. Let's give the Lord a hand. It's mighty good to be here this morning. Let's give him a round of applause. Praise the Lord. May we pray. Our Heavenly Father, we come this morning, Lord. We come in the name of Jesus. We come, O oh God, acknowledging thee. You're Jesus, and you're worthy to be praised. We come, O oh Lord, thanking you for this day. You have brought us. All the way from January 2018 until January, we're looking at the final month of December. We pray, oh God, that you will touch us in a special way that we will be able to acknowledge you in all of our ways, and you will be able to direct you will direct our paths. Oh Lord, we pray this morning for the sick and the shedding. Have mercy upon those who are buried among us. Oh Father, for some way they are weak. We ask, oh God, that you give them strength. We want to thank you, O Lord, for watching over us last night while we slum and slept. We didn't know what we were, but you Elijah Angel to touched our bed, touched us with a finger of our divine love, and that we were enclosed in our right mind. And we are able to come out today and greet each other in the name of Jesus. We pray, O God, this morning for your Holy Spirit, because we know. If your holy spirit dwell in each of our hearts that we will hide your word in our hearts that we might not sin against thee or we lift you up and we magnify your holy and your righteous name we give you the glory because you are worthy of what we pray we pray oh god for the one who's gonna bring the word this morning we pray for our pastor that you will continue to crown his head with wisdom and knowledge we just pray for each other individual and collectively Oh, Father, we pray that we embark upon the Yuletide season. We pray, oh God, you touch it in a special way that we will understand the reason for this season. It would be Jesus. And, Father, when we have done those things that you assigned our hearts to do, we can't state it no more. When we have been cast aside, we know that you are God. And you say, come on in, my good and faithful servant, that you have been a ruler over a few things. But here, my brother and my sister, come on in, because we got to go in somewhere. In the name of Jesus, we pray, oh God, you touch in a special way. Say, come on in, my good and faithful servant. Hear that you have been a ruler of a few things, my brother and my sister. Here I'll make you rule a minute. For if yes, in Jesus' name we pray, no other name above your name, because your name is above all names. In the name of Jesus, and we all say, Amen. To God be the glory.
6: Good morning, church. Uh, I'm trying to think of what song we're going to do this morning, but uh, I have one in my spirit. I don't know why, but um, it's here. Um, We have an important job to do Tuesday, right? And the last thing we want to do is have somebody picked, and we didn't have anything to do with it. And the song that's in my spirit is traditional and it's kind of like it fits to me. And it simply goes, Lord. Whatever you do when in this season, please don't do it without me. Don't do it without me. If y'all know, it, y'all help me. Lord, whatever. without me. Don't do it without me. If you're blessing, Lord, if you're blessing, healing, Lord, Lord, if you're healing, healing in this season, please don't do it without me, Lord. me Don't do it without me Don't do it, don't do it Don't do it without me Don't do it, don't do it Don't do it without me If you bless the lord, don't do it without me If we're picking the leader, lord, don't do it without me me. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, do it without me. Last one, last one. Don't do it without me.
7: Good morning, church. Good morning. Our response is reading, and let's say it all together. The blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Can we say that one more time? The blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. The word of God for the people of God.
8: Amen. Good morning, K-Chapel. I just told Brother Shelton he just messed me up. You know what, I'm not a singer, but I ain't scared. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you like that. I'm not a singer, but I got a song. And I'm going to tell you like this. Let's let's say this. The song that we're going to sing, I want you to, as we sing it, I want you to think about this week. How God has blessed us. Those people that are traveling on the highways and byways. Your family members, yourself. Having a place to go for Thanksgiving. Be thankful for everything that God is doing. You know, man will fail you, but God will never fail you, right? And I'm going to tell you, he never loses yes. his power. Right, so, so secure your hymn, yes. <laughs> 146, and I want you to sing it with me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start it out, and I'm going to tell you, I'm not scared. So protect your ears. You ready what I think, man? Give me straight. The blood will never lose his power. Congregational hymn, let's go.
9: we serve. Amen. Come on, let's give God a great big hand of praise. This is a day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and we're glad in it. Glad to be in his service. One more, one more time. Anybody know God is great? Anybody know God is good? Anybody know God is wonderful? Oh Lord, our God, how excellent is thy name in all the earth nobody like our God, nobody like our King. Amen. Good to see each of you, my father's children. Thank God for another day's journey. Thank God for your presence. Hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Amen. Y'all eat good? Amen. Didn't eat too much? Oh, Lord. Y'all a little slow on that one. I heard you a little slow. Bless his name. Bless his name. Well, we thank God for this day and thank God for your presence. Amen. Brother Thank you're coming. Is the mic ready now? We're good on the mic. God bless you. Amen.
7: Okay, I think we have all of our parishioners inside, and we thank God for your presence, and thank, thank God for the Dixon that did a wonderful job with his devotional period this morning. But at this time, again, we're going to pause for a time where we all can participate and do what thus says the Lord. This is our benevolent offering. and we are always able to help somebody that's less fortunate than ourselves. And I don't know about you, I'd rather be on the giving end than on the receiving end. So we ask you to Pat to give. This choir will come to us and on the way and the usher will provide the opportunity for all of us to come and give as we have been so blessed.
3: Father, Lord, we just want to thank you once again for being in your house of worship one more time. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for giving us the opportunity to give to those that are in need. So, Lord, not only do we ask you to bless this benevolent offering, we ask also, Lord, that you bless those that gave and those that have the desire to give. It is your son, Jesus, most precious name we do
7: pray. Amen. And amen. We'd like to just pause right now, just for a few announcements, and we ask that you just hear them out because maybe somebody that you already know. We ask that you please pray for all of our sick and shut-in members. Of course, Brother Gross is still out and recuperating, and he asks for the prayers of the church. And we need to pray so that we can hurry up and get him rec- recuperated and back here. Amen. I also, ask that you pray for Mrs. Harriton as she continues to improve. We ask you to pray for Reverend King understand that he is sick and we ask that you please pray for him and know that uh... mrs Charles, who passed away we ask you to please pray for that family and if you've not experienced that yet just keep on living amen i believe these are the announcements. we do have one uh... thank you note here uh, uh, one um... well god can bless you with everything you need and you will always have more than enough to do all kinds of good things for others that's wonderful thank you so much for your words of comfort love support messages and phone calls your kindness will never go unnoticed his kindness shines through you thank you and this come from the graves family amen i believe this is what i have here we get some additional announcements from the media media you on
10: good morning kate chapel if you didn't get a chance to donate to the billy brumfield blanket drive not to worry because the deadline has been extended Class 10A is collecting new and gently used twin or full-size blankets for a donation to the Billy Brunfield Shelter for Men. You may submit your blankets by placing them in the mark box in the Fellowship Hall anytime before Wednesday, December the 5th. Class 12B and 10B is sponsoring a clothing giveaway. Items needed are shoes, socks, boots, skirts, pants, blouses, shirts, t-shirts, caps, scarves, gloves, and school uniforms. Someone will be available to accept your donations from November the 26th through the 28th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. here at Cade. Thanking you in advance for your support of this effort. Bible study has been suspended for the holidays and will not meet from November the 21st through December the 26th. We'll see you in the new year. Happy holidays. Join us on December the 16th at 6 p.m. as we celebrate the coming of our King. Our annual Christmas Cantata will be held at the New Horizon Church International and commemorative tickets are available today. Please invite your family and your friends, and we will see you on December the 16th. And please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events. And to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family, just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com, or you can go to the Submit Info tab on the K-Chapel app. But be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week.
9: Amen. Let the church say amen. Amen. We thank God for another day's journey. Thank God for your presence and your prayers. Our family has been on a bit of a vacation, so it's good to be back with you, and, and uh, vacation was good. All I can say, amen. I feel better. Family good, looks good. Amen. You know, I was—this is a real talk. If, 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 if you're neglecting your family, shame on you. Amen. I'm going to say it again because somebody on this side needed to hear it. If you're neglecting your family, shame on you. Amen. Take some time out for you and your family as much as you can, as little as you can. Make sure you take some time out uh, to share with your family, check in with your family, be there for your family, talk to you. We had a chance to do that, and I'm, I'm great. I love my family, y'all. And, um, um, you know, I don't, you know, an older preacher told me a long time ago, he said, it's a mighty pole frog. Huh? Older preacher told me there's a mighty pole frog that won't praise his own, own And every now, you know, I don't do this a whole lot. But every now and then, since I got the mic, I might as well. Amen. Just, just, just throw some praise on my own, my own family. I love my family, y'all. And 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 um, I love my kids. You know, I. I have amazing kids, and and um, you all, you all, I know what it's like to be a preacher's kid. I know some about that, and um, <laughs> and and you all handle it well. Let me just say that um, I I know the pressure of being a preacher's kid, and 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 they do nothing but make my wife and I proud, and I appreciate you all for giving them the space to be children, to grow up in a place where. Where 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 they can figure out life and do life, uh, make mistakes and yet move on and go on, and we're thankful for that. Um, um, we were celebrating over the course of this Thanksgiving. My son and my daughter are amazing. My daughter my daughter made straight A's this this uh, this this yeah, straight A's straight straight A's. I'm sorry. I'm just telling. I'm embarrassing. I know it. I'm just gonna do it, because I don't do this very much, so I'm gonna embarrass y'all today. So they made straight A's, and we were already geeked about that, and then my son uh, got his, his score from his ACT. He made a 31. Yeah, 31. Yeah, 31. So, you know, So they, they 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 make us proud. They make us proud, and, and I'm thankful for them. I, I have an amazing life uh, because I have an amazing wife. Oh, I'm going I'm to throw some your way, too. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit your way. Amen. 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 I have an amazing wife who, who takes care of us um, and who does it in, in ways that you all aren't even aware of, um, making sure that... That that we can do what we can do, and it's because she does what she does behind the scenes without anybody giving any. So let me just throw some love your way, Amen. And thank you for the amazing woman you are, Amen, Amen. I don't know why I did all that this morning, but I just needed to do that, Amen, Amen. God bless you. Thank you for indulging me. Listen, I do wanna I do wanna um, ask our minister of social. Uh, responsibility to come and give us some information uh, about uh, NAACP, but before she does, let me just uh, make sure you're aware that that, that the Mrs. Childs, that uh, Brother Thigpen mentioned, that's the mother of, of Sister Sylvester, Rosalind Sylvester. Uh, she did pass, uh, I believe it was yesterday, um, and so do keep Sister Sylvester in your prayers, as well as well as uh, Brother uh, Deacon Watson. Amen. I just got, okay, thank you for texting that to me. Um, Deacon Watson's mother, Uh, also passed, and that um, service is going to be Thursday, uh, November 29th at the New Heights Seventh-day Adventist Church on Forest Avenue, so do keep Deacon Watson in your prayers as well. Amen. Reverend Harrington, why don't you come?
11: Good morning still, right? Um, It's only once a year that we come to you, or every two years with a church-wide drive and um, let's see I'm not seeing her right now but Mary Garner and Thomas Cheatham will be heading up our drive and it starts next Sunday in the old fellowship now I know many of us don't bring $30 cash with us or $30 in a check Uh, But bring it next Sunday for your basic membership. And if you have started your life membership, you can make an additional payment on that. And Mary will have the record of those who have uh, previously started their life membership. We would like to be 100% k Chapel, and it will take all of us to do that. So this is the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. Amen. The NAACP Drive.
7: sure we got all that right at this time now we're going to just pause and recognize our visitors i want you to know that if you are not yet a member of this congregation whoever you are regardless of how long you've been coming we want to ask you to please stand at this time all visitors please stand up stand up visitors amen god bless you god bless you remain standing we want you to know on behalf of our pastor reverend regina buckley our all the members of the pulpit and the entire K Chapel family just so happy that you chose to wish us today day. If you're just visiting, please come in the time and schedule live. But if by chance you're looking for a church home before you leave today, we're gonna to try to convince you you just run home. while you standing, we're gonna give you something, you're gonna get here at K Chapel Mission at Baptist Church. Amen.
9: This is our fellowship period. Won't you reach out and welcome your neighbor? Welcome to K Chapel.
7: We're gonna try to be nice today. I have a note here from Ms. Wooten. Miss Wooten, where are you? Come on down and we're gonna give you full two minutes.
12: (laughs) Thank you, brother. Thank you so much, Pastor, for having me back again. Good morning, Kay Chapel. For those who do not know me, let me introduce myself. My name is Adrian Wooten. Many of you know me as State Representative Adrian Wooten. I represent District 71. That's South Jackson and a part of Byram. But we know that we have a runoff on Tuesday, correct? I mean, y'all not talking to me this morning. You know I got two minutes. We have a runoff on Tuesday, correct? And I am blessed to be able to stand here and say that I am one of two candidates for the race for Hines County Circuit Court Judge Sub-District 1. I see you over there counting those minutes down. Ladies and gentlemen, when we go to the polls, we want to be informed voters. We want to vote for the most qualified candidate, correct? It's not about race. It's not about party. Hines County Circuit Court judges. Oh, he's reading that right now. This is good. Circuit Court judges sit and preside over cases dealing with civil law and criminal law. Criminal, where you can serve one or more years in prison. Civil, where you're sued for $250,000 and above. I've been doing civil litigation for 19 years. I'm an assistant public defender in Holmes County representing people that cannot afford representation and then for the past 11 years, I've been making the laws that I practice in the courts. Now, I'm no mathematician, ladies and gentlemen, but that seems to add up to be a well-rounded candidate. Now, when we go out to the polls, we're going to vote for the most qualified candidate, right? She's standing right here before you, ladies and gentlemen. So ladies and gentlemen, let me ask you again for probably the fifth or sixth time please come out on Tuesday, cast your vote for the most qualified candidate for circuit court judge Subdistrict one. Please cast your vote for Adrian Wooten. Thank you so much.
7: I just won't say it, <laughs> but you had about 30 seconds left. <laughs> Amen. God bless you. At this time now, we're going to pause for a time of service where we all can give as we have been so blessed, the ushers, uh, I know we're gonna have some words from the pulpit, but we're gonna ask that you prepare to give as you have been so blessed, the ushers will give us an opportunity. But just remember, you can't be God-given, amen. God bless you. Give unto the Lord,
3: the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Fear before him all the earth. The world also shall be stable, that it be not moved. Let the heavens be glad, and the earth rejoice. And let men say among the nations, The Lord reigneth. Let the sea roar, and the fullness thereof. Let the fields rejoice, and all that is therein. Then shall the trees of the wood sing out at the presence of the Lord, because he cometh to judge the earth. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. May God add a blessing to the reading of his righteous and holy word.
7: Usher's choir. Brother Pat's got a new job today, we'll see. But I think he's doing mighty, mighty good. Amen. I think we're in a good position and feeling right now. Well, we can call on these children again to get us ready for the sermon that'll be forthcoming. Amen. They're going to come with the final selection for the morning, after which we'll be ready to receive the message for the morning.
1: Pastor said uh, he was giving thanks for his children. Because, uh, But I want to give thanks to my children who sitting up in the balcony. I'm not a preacher, but I'm the closest thing next to it. So I appreciate y'all, baby, since I got the mic. Now, Pastor, since you said thank you, we're going to have your daughter come up and sing for us this morning.
13: You ready?
9: A worship in your heart this morning and a worship in your spirit. I mean, I'm thankful for all that He gives me, but I'm praising Him just for who He is. I'm thankful for what He does, but I worship Him for who He is my provider, my protector, my provision, my everything. He is my all and all. Amen. So good to see you, Mother Graham. God bless you. God is a good God. Amen. He's still in the healing business, and we thank God that the Lord doesn't forget about his own. He sees us, and he watches over us, all of our mothers here this morning, Mother Lester and Mother, uh, amen. God bless you, Mother Irving. God bless you. Mother Thickpin, Mother Curry, God bless you. We love you all. Amen. Amen. And thank God for your service. Listen, do me a favor and turn to the book of 2 Kings. 2 Kings chapter 2. While you're turning there, amen, just whisper to your neighbor, "We We we got some work to do. 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 Second Kings chapter 2, 2 Kings chapter 2, beginning with verse number 19 there, these words are recorded, and the men of the city said unto Elisha, behold, I pray thee, the situation of this city is pleasant, as my Lord seeth, but the water is not, and the ground barren. He said, bring me a new cruise and put salt therein. And they brought it to him and he went forth unto the spring of the waters and cast the salt in there and said, thus saith the Lord, I have healed these waters. There shall not be from thence any more death or barren land. So the waters were healed unto this day. According to the saying of Elisha, which he spake, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk this morning from the subject, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Thanksgiving is over. Black Friday has come and gone. Small Business Saturday is but a few hours finished. Cyber Monday is queued up and ready to go. And then there is Tuesday. But Tuesday, thank you, Bill, Tuesday. Tuesday is not a day for shopping. But rather it is a day for voting. I don't have to tell you what's at stake. I don't have to educate you about the candidates or their races. Although this special election of Mississippi's next U.S. senator has captured the attention of politicals across this country, let me be clear that it is neither my responsibility or my goal this morning to speak primarily to you about politics per se. Rather, it is my aim for us to see what the Word of God says To the body of Christ in this critical moment of history, what does God say to us at this juncture, at this moment, and what does Scripture teach us for such a time as this—a time as this, 157 years since Mississippi succeeded from the Union to fight for the Confederate Army to maintain slavery as a way of life? What? does God's word say to us at such a time as this time is this 150 years since the 14th amendment was ratified providing citizenship to all persons regardless of race who were born or naturalized in these United States what does God's word say at such a time as this 148 years since the 15th Amendment was ratified, giving blacks the right to vote. And and when given that right to vote, Mississippi that very same year sent its first black U.S. senator to Washington, a minister from Natchez, Mississippi, named Hiram Rebels. Y'all remember that, don't you? It was five years later that we sent our only other black senator, Blanche K. Bruce, to serve. And since 1875, there's been nobody that looked like you and me, <laughs> representing Mississippi in what, since 1875. What does God's word say to us? Such a time as this, 122 years since Plessy versus Ferguson, that Supreme Court decision that held that racial segregation was constitutional, paving the way for Jim Crow laws and other repressive discriminatory practices to define Southern culture for the next 75 years. It wouldn't be until 1954, 58 years later, that the same Supreme Court would come back and change its ruling in Brown versus Board of Education, declaring that racial segregation in public schools was unconstitutional. And although this court would insist upon integration with all deliberate speed, it would be another eight years in 1962 before 5,000 federal troops would be sent to Mississippi to escort James Meredith through those gates on the campus of University of Mississippi. In fact, in fact, in fact, that very September night, the night before Meredith was escorted onto the Ole Miss campus, there was a football game here in Jackson, Mississippi, right around the corner there at the Memorial Stadium between Kentucky and Ole Miss. And, and it was at the halftime t- time with, with the Confederate flags waving in the summer night air and a new fight song playing with lyrics. No, never know that Governor Ross Barnett took the field with microphone in hand at the 50-yard line and he addressed that crowd in a 15-word speech. Saying simply, I love Mississippi, I love her people, our customs, I love and respect our heritage. And with those words, that coded language, I love our heritage. With that coded language, the crowd went into a frenzy. His coded language was as clear as another official who spoke recently about attending a public hanging. A statement made 63 years after a 14-year-old boy named Emmett Till was lynched and body was dumped in the Tallahatchie River for being accused of whistling at a white woman. What does God's word say to us at this moment in history? Fifty-four years since the KKK murdered those three civil rights workers, Goodman, Swarner, and Cheney in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Fifty-three years since Congress would pass the Voting Rights Act, making it easier for blacks to register to vote and making illegal all of the suppression tactics like literacy tests and poll taxes and other suppression that's sneakily finding its way back into our voting landscape even now. What does God's word say to us? 50 years since the Civil Rights Act of 68 was signed into law prohibiting discrimination in the sale, rental, and financing of housing, 40 years since the Mormon Church lifted its ban on blacks to be a part of the lay priesthood, 30 years since Jesse Jackson sought the Democratic National Convention's nomination as president in 1988, and although he lost that nomination to Michael Dukakis, he fought to change the nomination process from a winner-take-all to a proportional delegation system, which actually paved the way 20 years later for a young state senator from the south side of Chicago to claim that same party's nomination and become our first black president. As a preacher of the gospel and as a commentator of history, I must ask the question, what does God's word say, and where is God's hand in this pivotal moment as America teeter-totters between reliving her darkest chapters and achieving her brightest hopes? What is the role of the church? As a city on a hill whose light must not be hidden under a bushel but must push back the darkness that causes us to stumble over old lines of division and separation, how are we to interact and engage in faith community contexts that are increasingly more polarizing and tribalistic and somehow raise the banner of Christ for the world to see? Because I do believe this. I believe that if this nation is going to realize its potential, And if this nation is going to fulfill the promises contained in its constitution, it will be because Christians of good conscience have refused to demonize and demoralize each other because of their party affiliations. It will be because Christians of good conscience are more committed to the words of the eternal Christ than to the sound bites of today's candidates. It will be because Christians of good conscience have determined not to respond to the dog whistle politics that pull people apart, but rather blow a horn of a certain sound of justice and love and mercy and righteousness that brings people together. It will be because Christians of good conscience have recognized that we are stronger when we meet in the middle than when we pull at opposite ends. And my prayer and my hope is that we will begin to see a new kind of politic emerge from the middle that recognizes that there's some good on both ends. Y'all ain't going to talk to me this morning. There's some good on the left. There's some good on the right. And we're better if we meet in the middle. We're stronger if we meet in the middle. Just because, just because, just because we come from different places and may believe different things about taxes and immigration and education and health care does not make us enemies of one another. And as a nation... We cannot continue to allow ourselves to be reduced to and employ such rudimentary labels when relating to each other. Why? Because it's unhealthy and it's unsustainable and eventually somebody's going to get killed. You don't think it's possible? Go back just a few weeks. Bombs being mailed to a certain political group. Who didn't believe like the other political group. It's unhealthy. It's unsustainable. And somebody's going to get killed. Although this text is not about politics or voting or anything related to running a government. It does speak to the healing of an unhealthy community. Can I show it to you? In the text of the prophet Elisha. He's taken on the mantle of Elijah who has been carried into heaven by chariots and horses. God did not let Elijah even touch death. He just translated him into heaven. And his understudy, Elisha is now left as the head prophet over the school of the prophets. All the other prophets see Elijah's mantle fall upon Elisha. And they recognize that the Lord has now called Elisha to lead them. It is after this transition, this transition in leadership that a report is now brought to Elisha from the prophets who say to him, Elisha, take a look around at this city. Look at where we are, Jericho. He says, this city is well situated. Now, y'all, y'all remember Jericho from your Sunday school lesson. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho and the walls came Y'all remember Jericho, Jericho, the, the, the Jericho walls. Y'all, y'all remember all of that. Jericho is thought to be one of the oldest cities on earth. The reason the prophets say that the city is well situated is for several geographical reasons. Number one, the, the Mount Nebo protects Jericho on its east side. Number two, uh, the central mountains protect Jericho. Jericho on the west side and, and Jericho the city sits about 900 feet below sea level which means that, that you've got mountains going up as high as a mile over the city. You got the city that's sunken down low which means ain't nobody climbing a mile high to go a mile low to get... Y'all ain't talking to me in here. And so the prophets see this and say listen this, situ- this city is in a good situation. It's, it's it has natural protection around it. It says, and, and, and when you get to the bottom, the land is fertile, which means we, we don't have to work hard to travel around. We don't have to pull a whole lot of boulders out of the way. It's fertile delta land. It's flat. It's, it's clean. And, and we can just go from one place to the other. We can see for long distances. Nobody can hide and, and, and try to mug you behind this, that, and the other because it's just a flat, fertile delta land. It's well-situated well situated. Yes, when we consider this country, yes. when we look at America, yes, I must say America is well situated. I know sometimes we get caught up in talking about everything that's wrong with this nation well. and where she falls short. But let us not forget, yes, sir. we got it pretty good here. Yes, You're not going to pray with me tonight. Yes, Be clear that we live in a country that is without question the world's most dominant economic and military power. With a GDP of $18.6 trillion, America's closest rival is China, coming in at $11.2 trillion. America's economy grows other economies. If America does bad, countries around the world do bad. America is well Situate, are you hearing me today? In terms of military strength, America has the world's largest military budget of any country in the world. We spend 610 billion dollars annually to support the weaponry, the training, the technology of our military. Again, the closest rival is China, coming in at 216 billion dollars, which means we spend three times as much as our closest rival to protect. America is well situated. No, nobody's really trying to pick a fight with America. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. I mean, nobody, nobody's thinking about how, how, how we going to start a fight with America because they know what America's got. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Culturally, America's imprint spans the world. Our music, our movies, our fashion, sports, television, and other mediums of art and pop culture are consumed around the globe. We are well-situated. People leave their countries coming to ours because we are well-situated. Jericho, too, was well-situated. That's the good news. But here's the bad. The prophet said, It's well situated, but don't drink the water. The, 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 the city is well situated, but, 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 but don't, don't drink the water because the water is bad. So the water is bad and it gets worse, it says, and the land is barren. It's well situated, but, but the water ain't no good. And because the water's no good, the land can't produce anything. I'm talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. I don't know if anybody can relate to that. Where you feel like you're in a good situation, and there are just a few things that are keeping you from becoming all that you could become just a few things you you well situated but 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 there are a few people who messing up the whole yeah and 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 if the lord ever move that person and that person you could really take off y'all ain't talking to me in here I, 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 is you well situated? You, you're positioned to prosper. You, you're in a good work environment and you, you like the job that you do. But, but, but when you go to work, you know there's some old ideas and some antiquated ways that, that keep that company and keep you from really producing the way you could produce. He I'm well, it's well situated, but just two things that got to get it right water and the land. Do I have a witness here? Yes. The water. It is worth noting that in the Bible, water is oftentimes symbolic of spirit. You remember when Jesus was at the well talking to that woman who was dipping water? He said to her, whoever drinks of my water will never thirst again. He said, in fact, there will be Streams of living water inside of you. What what are you saying? He said, in other words, if you drink of my water, my spirit will dwell inside of you. And you will not come to a well trying to quench your thirst, your natural thirst, because there will be a spiritual thirst that you've been really longing for. Water is oftentimes symbolic of spirit. And so when you start to take a look at this passage again, with spirit. Being substituted for water. The prophets are saying the city is well situated. There's a bad spirit in this city. My God, my God. There's a bad the water is bad, there's a bad spirit. I need to tell somebody something that you already know, there's a bad spirit loose in this nation. That is keeping America from fulfilling and realizing its full potential. A bad spirit, holding its citizens hostage to old antiquated ideas that separate us from each other. There's a bad spirit promoted by separatists and nationalists who beat the America First drum at the peril of a global coalition of peace and prosperity. There's a bad spirit. A spirit of racial bigotry. A spirit of white supremacy that is defended by people in high places. There's a bad spirit. The intolerance of minorities. A bad spirit of otherism whereby minorities are targeted just for being different. Bad spirit. Of white privilege where police officers are being called for all manner of incidents against people of color. Looking at social media a few weeks ago. A little boy in a grocery store. Doing nothing but walking around with his mama. Backpack on his back. Cap on his head. And out of the blue, white woman calls the police. She said, why are you calling the police? She said, because you brushed up against me. I say it's a bad spirit. It's a bad spirit in this nation where suddenly, suddenly the innocence of little boys can be looked upon as 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 being targets. Yeah, yeah. The spirit I tell you a spirit of anger that fuels mass shootings, a a spirit of division that allows bombs to be mailed to a people of a particular party, a spirit of racial arrogance that allows ones to make inappropriate comments without seeing the problem or being willing to acknowledge it as problematic and then offer a sincere apology without reading it as a statement of expediency but rather as a sentiment of a heart. There is a bad spirit. And even though America is well-situated, this bad spirit that has been loosed and that is not being called back is keeping this country from realizing its good potential. And listen, I'm not talking about politics right now. I'm just talking about folk doing the right thing. I'm just talking about folk looking and saying, you shouldn't talk like that. That does damage. To people that does damage to our democracy. That, that does damage to how and what we have become as a nation. Doesn't mean we have to agree on policy, but you ought to be able to respect me as a person. We don't have to agree on policy, but, but, but you sh- you, should not, you should not destroy people and then cause folk who will do greater damage. To do your dirty work for you. And then act like you don't know what's going on. That's dangerous. And it's uncalled for. And I would that Christians of good conscience from all political parties. Would call leadership to account. Simply saying we've got to do it differently. We've got to do it differently. We can have Republicans in this congregation, Democrats in this congregation, and we can meet in the middle. We do it every day. One of my best deacons is a Republican. You don't mind me saying that, do you? Amen. He's a Republican, and I love him, and he loves me, and ain't nothing nobody can do about it. Because we are brothers, in Christ and we don't let our politics get in the way of our brotherhood that's what our nation needs more of we've got to meet in the middle we're stronger in the middle I'm 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 through I'm through what what Elijah does Elijah says okay The water is bad. The land is barren. And if this well-situated city is going to be any good, we got to deal with the water problem. So look at what he says. He says, give me a bowl, a new bowl. Don't give me one of them ones you've been cooking with. Burning stuff up in, Scraping out the bottom. Amen. It still got some life to it. Nah. So give me a new bowl and put salt in it. He says, and I'm going to take the salt to the source of the water. And he pours, watch it, he pours the salt at the spring. That's the source. That's where the water is coming out. Watch this now. He doesn't take the salt and just sprinkle it in the water wherever it is. He goes to the source. Because he says, if the waters are going to be healed, it's got to start at the source yeah, yeah. some of the things you've been trying to get fixed you've been trying to get them fixed on tertiary means you've got to go to the so, so. source and get it right he pours the salt in at the source daddy he yeah. could have asked for sugar yes, sir. but he asked for salt yes, sir. you see because sugar might have sweetened the waters <laughs> and you could drink Sweet waters, but they can still be poisonous. And so he said, give me some salt. Because salt will extract the impurities. He didn't ask for soda. Because soda might absorb the water. But it would not absorb the water. He said, so give me salt. He did not ask for pepper because pepper might have. Helped to kick it up a notch. But, but Pepper would not have healed what was wrong with the water. He said, so give me some salt. Why, why are you on this salt thing, Reverend? I'll tell you why. Because I heard Jesus say, you are the salt of the earth. He said, he said, watch this. And if the salt loses its savor, then it is good for nothing. And should be cast out and trampled under feet." What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying that if we want our nation to live up to its promises and fulfill all of its potential, then it will take Christians of good conscience, we who are the salt of the earth, yeah. Yeah. to get involved and to get invested and declare, we got to do it better than this. We can't, just, we can't just keep doing politics as usual. We've got to do it better than this. I, I Watch this. I got to give up some of my wants and you got to give up some of your wants. Yeah. And we got to come together on this thing and move our nation forward. We got to do it better. But it starts on Tuesday. We are the salt of the earth. We are the salt of the earth. Don't sit around and complain if you are not voting. You are the salt of the earth. And salt can't do any good if it stays in the salt box. You got to get out and vote. Now... Now, one of the things we're going to do, um, say this with me, tell your neighbor, no excuse. Look him again, tell him no excuse. No excuse, no excuse, no excuse. No excuse. No excuse. I-, I don't know if anybody was looking at it, it did my heart good on yesterday. There was uh, absentee voting uh, all across the state, yeah. and people were posting pictures on social media. And all yeah. across the state, you saw people who were lined up, even yeah. into the streets, casting their votes because they recognize how important this moment in history is. It's important. And we have an opportunity to do and make history. You know, I can say that and still not put us in any jeopardy because either way it goes, history is made. I did my homework. But we have an opportunity to make history. Let's do our part. Uh, you, you got the number? I need you to get, where's Brother Singleton? Archie, are you here? Archie, is Archie here? All right, one of the things we're gonna do, because it was made known to me that, that several of our uh, senior citizen homes around Jackson, uh, many of our residents, particularly in the Cottage Grove, Uh, Senior home and and another in South Jackson that a lot of those residents uh, Did not vote in the last election Uh, And a big reason of it was because they just didn't have transportation We're not gonna let that happen Not gonna let that happen not not with all them big pretty vans out there We're not gonna let that happen. Amen. We can't let that happen We can't come on y'all. We can't let that happen Amen and so, and so, and so, you got the number. You got the number. Media, I need you to put this number up. You ready? 601-927-1300. Uh, 601-927-1300. 601-927-1300. We're going to post it on social media. We're also going to text it uh, in, our, in our group texting for, for the church. Uh, but if anybody needs a ride call that number and we got them 601 amen post it up high amen 601-927-1300 circulate that number if anybody needs a ride k chapel them. amen and we ain't talking about just our precinct well you need to now, now listen we ain't going to t- make groceries now <laughs> amen don't be don't be getting all your other stuff in <laughs> amen we're going to vote <laughs> And we bring you back home. Amen. Can you stop at pick a... No, I ain't stopping at pick a dilly or a piggly wiggly. Amen. Amen. I'm going to vote. Bring you back home. Amen. Amen. If you, need a, if you need a ride to vote, call that number. We'll get you there. We'll get you there. Anybody. Amen. 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 Let's pray. Eternal God, our Father, we are grateful and thankful for this day, for this time together. We bless your holy name. For you are the God of history. The God of now. The God of not yet. You are eternal. And we thank you, Lord, that down through the years you have been with us as a people. You have been making ways for us through turmoil, through tragedy through trepidation, through tribulation, you have proven yourself faithful. And so God, we give you praise. And now God, we ask that you remind us of the power that you have given us because you declared us to be salt of the earth, which means that we have some healing power in us. Salt of the earth, we have some preserving power in us. And we thank you, God, we thank you for that. We thank you for the brotherhood that exists here, for the real relationships that are a part of this fellowship. That that we aren't so committed to any one party. That we don't recognize that we're all under the bloodstained banner of Christ. And we bless you, Lord. We pray, God, that a new kind of politics would emerge in this country. One that instead of pulling us apart, brings us together. One that allows us to move forward as one people. Recognizing our differences, recognizing our distinctions and our distinctives. And yet being clear that you have an expected end for this nation. Let us do our part. Let us do part. Now, God, I pray for one who is here and who needs to know you. Because while it's important for us to do our part and to be the salt and to be the light that you've called us to be in order to be any of that, we first must be in relationship with you. And so, God, I pray for someone who who has a zeal to be salt and to affect change in their communities and to be activists for for good causes of justice and righteousness and holiness and all of that. But it starts by being a follower of Christ. And if you're here this morning, I want to give you the invitation to begin that journey, to start that life by being a disciple of Jesus Christ. Because in the end, everything we do for Christ will last. If you're here this morning and you don't have Jesus Christ in your heart, you have not accepted him as Lord and Savior of your life, I invite you to come this morning as we sing that old favorite song we learned as children. Lord, I want want to be a Christian. Hallelujah. In my heart. In my heart. Like you mean to tell him in my heart, in my heart. In my heart.
1: In my heart. In my heart.
9: already accepted Christ but you don't have a church home. we invite you to- Hallelujah. in my heart in my heart
1: Lord, I wanna love like my master loved.
9: Jesus' disciples, they were fighting about greatness and who would occupy the big seats in heaven. Jesus looked at them and said, y'all shouldn't be acting like this. That's how the Gentiles relate to each other. They fight over seats and titles and all of that matter he said you're my disciples he said in fact if if you're concerned about greatness if you're concerned about being known and being lifted up those who would be great in my kingdom must first learn how to get down low if you want to be lifted up you can't be afraid to get down low he taught them that day about service and one of the things I loved about Jesus is that he was not only a teacher of words, but he taught by action. And so that same lesson was taught when they gathered around the table, the Last Supper is called. And after they had finished that meal, Jesus got up from the table and girded himself with a towel and began washing the feet of the twelve who were there that same lesson that he had taught them earlier about serving and being willing to humble oneself, he then said, let me show you how it looks in everyday life. And when he finished that, Reverend Dunn, after he finished that, he looked at him and said, now what you've seen me do, y'all do that for each other. Take my words and take my action and let it become flesh did that in the context of this table that we gather around today table of remembrance where we come and gather and remember the sacrifice of our Lord and our Savior one whose greatness was identified through his humility how do you say all that preacher I'm saying all that because we can't be afraid to serve Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, how grateful, how thankful we are that you so loved the world that you gave your only Son. You so loved us that you were willing to sacrifice your best and your only for us. So, God, it's it's with humility, it's with a sense of gravity that we come to this moment recognizing how much you did for us and then how much he gave for us, how much he bled for us, how much he suffered for us, that we would have the right to eternal life. Thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for him being our savior and our redeemer. Thank you for him dying on a cross, but not staying in a grave, but rising on that third day morning with all power in his hand. Thank you. That our faith is built on that fact. Now, God, shine your light from heaven upon our souls. And if you find anything that should not be, you have our permission to take it out. Take out any sin committed. Take out any sin of omission. Take out any sin that we've thought about. Replace it with more of your grace, more of your power. In Jesus' name we pray. With a gluten sensitivity, if eating the wafers that are prepackaged are a problem for you, we do have gluten free wafers. We don't want you to uh, miss out on this communal meal of our faith. And so, if you will identify yourself, uh, Brother Gentry will serve you with those gluten free wafers.
1: Why? God together.
9: anyone been omitted. break it and blessed it and said, take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Likewise, after the same manner, he took the cup and blessed it, saying, this is the blood of the New Testament, which is shed for the remission of sin. As often as we do this, we do show forth his death and suffering till he comes again. Let us drink together. they had finished they sung a hymn and went out into the Mount of Olives. Of God and the sweet communion of His Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Go in peace.